It is back to school. A lot of the suburbs are back in school already. And, of course, Chicago Public Schools next week. But their teachers have already reported. They're putting together their classrooms. But some of the numbers are stunning. I don't know if you saw this report uh, from WirePoints. Basically, WirePoints puts together... You know, they're, they're a .org. They're a nonprofit organization, but they kind of put together an Illinois financial stuff and legal stuff and governmental stuff. But Matt Rosenberg, give me some of the numbers. Like at Manly High School, that high school is designed for 1,296 kids. And how many will be going back to school this week or next? 64 is the actual reported student enrollment, according to CPS. So that's about 5%. Meanwhile, you've got in that same school, only 2% of students are proficient in reading, according to, you know, the 2019 data, and 1% proficient in math. That's according to the Illinois report card data. So big problems, and there's many more schools like that. That is a colossal problem. I mean, if you've got 64 students in a school designed for 1,296 and very few can read or do math, how what what is happening matt what needs to be done honestly we need to be looking at closing some schools and we're all extremely aware that that's a third rail issue in chicago we remember in 2013 mm-hmm. under rama manuel 50 schools were closed but you know it just set a fire um People are very attached to their community schools. I'm sympathetic to that, but this is just no way to run a public enterprise. So CPS has its own standard. You know, if you're under 70%, you're under-enrolled. Well, uh, half of their schools, more than half actually, are under the standard, but a third of them aren't even half full. So it costs a lot of money to keep these buildings open, and... uh, This just isn't making sense. The numbers aren't adding up. It's highly political. There's all kinds of stuff underneath the surface. I can get into that a little bit if you want. Yeah, I want to talk about some more of these numbers. So we started with Manly High School. What is second on the list? Well, we've got them stacked up here. I mean, Douglas High School, my goodness, 888 student capacity, 44 students attending, 0% proficient in math or reading, according to state data. Uh, Hirsch High School, once, uh, you know, a huge part of the city's fabric, student capacity, 960 students, 78 students enrolled. This is according to the most recent CPS spreadsheet, which we dug up. It's buried deep on their website. So 78 attending, 7 uh, sorry, her 78 attending out of 960 seats, 1% proficient in reading, 0% in math, and the list goes on. And we put this in our article. It's just shocking, incredibly dismaying. There, there's a lot of reasons why I think people get very emotional about it. But So you're telling me in these buildings that have a capacity for almost 1,300 students and are only seeing mm-hmm. 64 return, they still have to air condition them and heat them clean them. Um, and, and that's not even factoring in security, which is a big issue in schools these days. It just seems, it, it, go mm-hmm. ahead. It seems crazy. Well, it, it does. And you know, there's, there's stuff going on that we're all aware of. I think a problem in Chicago is we don't always put the pieces together. 
so, you know, you've got a hugely declining enrollment overall. Part of that is due to other conditions in the city, particularly for lower income black and Latino families. There are issues with public safety. People are just a lot of people in certain demographic groups are leaving Chicago. And when they have school aged children, well, there go some of your CPS students. But Families are also opting for charter schools and particularly private schools. And we have already uh, vouchers light, if you will, uh, in Illinois. And there's a state program um, that a lot of kids are using and uh, donors are getting a tax credit to give money to private scholarship uh, organizations that then send black and Latino kids to mainly Catholic schools, and the waiting list is huge. So, you know, and I, I know schools aren't a business. Government isn't a, isn't a business, but you, you still have to operate according to business principles. And when the competition is starting to kill you and when your facilities are grossly mismatched to your usage, you know, can, can the adults please step into the room? I think that's what a lot of people are thinking. Matt Rosenberg is a senior editor at Wirepoint. The story is about a third of CPS schools are less than half full. Some of them are near empty. And I know when Rom closed those schools down, it was very horrific. It needed to be done. But for the people that were affected by it, it was terrible. And part of that was children then had to cross through other gang territories and get to the school that was not in their neighborhood. And that led to them feeling unsafe and some violent incidents. And that's something that I think many parents in these neighborhoods are looking at saying, if you close my neighborhood school, how is my kid going to get to that next school that might be a mile or two away? And and that's a super legit issue, Lisa. And really, we have the tail wagging the dog, though. You can't decide to keep schools open just because a kid is going to be harassed going to another school, what you have to do, and I know so much easier said than done, you have to get at the root of the gang culture. And of course, uh, you know, the crime culture, the gang culture, it's the, it's the 800-pound elephant in the room. But when it starts to result in these sorts of decisions, you have to go at it. So really, the mayor and city council members, and Ray Lopez has done this, They have to use their bully pulpit to talk about the role of parents. That's a really hard conversation. Most people are scared to have it. Um, We we can't be scared of that conversation anymore. Who are these young men, right? 12, 13, 15 years old, carjacking, right? Shooting at the drop of a hat. Who are these young men and who are their parents? And why have we decided that society is entirely responsible for their actions? So, Yes, it bleeds over into the school system. And, uh, you know, we need some brave leadership in this city. I'll just leave it there. And Matt, let me just say, we've only got 30 seconds left, but there's a bigger question. If you only have 64 kids in a, in a, in a school that has a capacity for almost 1,300, how can they do so poorly? You would think that they would have the attention of the teachers and the staff that they need in order to be well-educated. And if you've only got a 2% proficiency in reading or math, that's an even bigger issue. 
Right. And I don't fully know the answer to that. I think, too, in defense of teachers and school systems, uh, and, and to pick up on the parenting theme, uh, a lot goes back to parents, you know, reading to your kids, introducing new vocabulary, the entire way that parents uh, introduce life and the world of the mind to their children is just so crucial. And, and so much happens in the first few years. So there's a whole lot to chew on here. Yeah, and we've got a whole lot more to talk about. We'll certainly carry on the conversation and and get you back on the air again. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.